With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Ooh, Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. The boys are back for another episode of Bosco's boys. Um, we're not going to let what now is a 12-game, at least I think it's 12 games, I can't even remember, uh, losing streak stop us from continuing our streak of giving you guys an episode every single week, no matter how tough it is, and it does get tough. Um, just me coming to you guys this week, um, no guests, Grant, super busy life going on right now. Uh, I think everyone knows he's about to become a dad uh, you know, and I think he's getting ready to move. We're both getting ready to move this spring and summer. I think very soon this show will be based out of uh, Kansas. We'll both be in Kansas instead of Kansas City, Missouri. So very exciting times off the mic for your two hosts. Um, I do want to give a shout out, of course, to our guests that we've had over the past few weeks. Um, and then a, a quick apology for anyone who doesn't follow the show on Twitter. So we had an issue with the Zoom recording last week. So the back end of our show with John Kurtz got cut off. It was lost uh, for all eternity. And that's not fun. Uh, we appreciate everyone who did listen. We're sorry that that did get cut off. Um, it's not fun, but you know, it happens sometimes in this uh, glorious podcasting world. By the time we caught it, it was just a little too late, so we do apologize for it, but I uh, do want to appreciate everyone who's been listening through all this, because it's been rough. It's been rough to watch K-State basketball. We'll get into that. Um, we'll get into uh, K-State football schedule release, uh, which is a lot of fun. I, it's it's always, it's always one of the uh, more interesting days on K-State Twitter and social media. So we'll touch on the schedule after or after we talk a little basketball. And I'll talk just some personal things that I'm starting to hear about uh, Bruce Weber, the future of K-State basketball, and all that type of stuff. Um, but before we do, as always, I want to give a shout-out to our amazing sponsors. Um, and spoiler alert, we actually have a brand-new sponsor. I want to get to the tried, the true, our friends, Bet Online. Guys, Bet Online 
is the fastest and easiest way to get in on the sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. And, of course, our favorite European soccer as well. You can even bet on all the award shows for uh, TV and movies and music because it's award show season over at Bet Online. Uh, they also have real-time updated props on literally almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus if you use promo code armchair and again you can wager from your phone from your laptop from your tablet it is the best spot to gamble over at bet online they're your online sports book experts and they're our naming sponsor and for our newest sponsor it's for all you sneakerheads out there ebay.com slash sneakers Guys, if you want to cop the latest release or a pair of dead stock, they have it all over at ebay.com slash sneakers. You're going to be able to buy with confidence over there because they have an entire team of independent professionals who are going to make sure the shoes you buy over there are authentic. If you don't, if you want to make sure that you are getting the real deal, ebay.com slash sneakers is the only spot to do it. I'm going to be over there. I'm upping my Nike game all summer long, and you guys should get over there too. Also, if you're someone who's into the shoe game flipping or selling off some of your collection to bring in a new pair of kicks, they're the best spot to sell your sneakers because guess what? They're not taking commission. They're not taking any part of the pie. If you sell a pair of sneakers for over 100 bucks, you're not getting charged anything off your commission other places where you might sell your shoes they're going to take up to 25 percent off and you don't want to do that you want to have more money to invest and get the latest pair of sneakers that you want nike adidas get them all because you're saving that extra money when you're selling over at ebay.com sneakers Again, it's the spot to get all the newest releases, dead stock. You get to do it with confidence. And if you're a seller, you're keeping the entire chunk of the pie. We are pumped to have ebay.com slash sneakers with us. And keep an eye to social media because I think we're going to have a lot of fun doing some stuff with them and showing off our own shoes here in the near future. All right, let's talk about the two games this week. Um, Again, they're losses. I'm not going to... uh, I'm not going to do moral victories because, again, you're losing too much. It, I mean, the, it, you it is without a doubt going to be statistically uh, one of the worst, if not the single worst uh, season in K-State basketball, uh, and that sucks. Um, but it is fun to see these guys not give up. I mean, they gave Texas Tech all they could handle, and – they went on like a 19-0 run to start the half versus Oklahoma State to get back into that game. Um, but you can't be getting down 20. Sorry, well, they gave Texas Tech a run last week. I mean, they they almost, I mean, they only lost by three to Texas. Um, but it's just not enough. You, you see this team and you see the pieces, but then you just become painfully aware of the failures to fill in the classes, uh, you know, in consecutive times. It's been talked about ad ad nauseum at this point, but, you know, you had the first rebuild, and it was because you lost control of the roster. 
Bruce did a great job of bringing in a fundamental class, but he didn't recruit behind them. That's what left you uh, basically screwed all of last year and not in a position to compete this year. And it sucks. It sucks to see it. But you're starting to see some of the shine really come on. Uh, we've seen Davion Bradford. Nigel Pack continues to get better. He's If you're looking at advanced statistics, and shout out to KSU underscore fan, uh, friend of the show, Jimmy. Uh, you know, Nigel Pack is having one of the best seasons a freshman's ever had when you look at advanced statistics and efficiency. He has the potential to be an all-time great at K-State. But that's not enough. Um, you have performances where you get excited, like Antonio Gordon. He was really smashing the glass very hard versus Oklahoma State. It, 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 he he plays with so much effort. I think I, I'm, I'm pulling up the box score right now. He ended up with, uh, I mean, hell, he had 15 points and 14 rebounds. and He shot over 50% from the field. So you're looking at one of Antonio Gordon's best games as a Wildcat. Nigel Pack had 14. Davion Bradford had 10 and 6. You see, I mean, Easy, easy Agu, 8 points only 11 minutes, 4 field goals. You see how good the team can be, but then there's a lack of consistency from other guys. Selton Miguel, I'm so excited for this guy, but he is so hot and cold. He went 0 of 7 from the field, and you just can't have that type of stuff. And he was lost a little bit on defense. This is the worst defensive team in the history of K-State basketball, and it isn't close. I I got into it a little bit on Twitter talking about how I, I thought Antonio Gordon was a liability on defense. And KSU underscore fans, some of you else, some other folks on Twitter really pointed it out to me. It doesn't matter if he's a liability on defense. He He's a small forward having to play a four. Uh, Bruce's teams are the best when you have strong on-ball guard defenders. And you don't have that at all. Mike McGurl can give you that, but he is getting beat off the dribble far too much. And uh, just lack of rotation, which allows for easy, uncontested three-point shots. And, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch because... Uh, you know, it, some sometimes it looks like they just check out, and that would be my biggest critique on this defense. I feel like after about you know 15 seconds, it's hit or miss whether or not they just kind of check out on defense, um, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see, especially because you know that's what Bruce Weber teams hang their hat on, and and I it's I know some people get tired of it, but. I, I with this team, I don't think you're ever going to be good enough to consistently win games, uh, you know, 78, 75. And th- that might be, you know, a roster building issue in today's college basketball. But with the way Bruce wants to play, he th- this team doesn't have the defense. And at this point, you can't blame COVID anymore. And I think I think we're all past it. We know this team is the worst team in modern K-State basketball history and COVID isn't going to take, if, if we, if you had a normal off season, I don't think, and I, I, I've changed my tune on this because I, you have to call it like you see it. But even if you have a regular off season, I, I mean, it, it, it's probably giving you some of those non-con wins, but it's not changing anything in, it's not changing anything in, in big 12 play. Maybe you're getting an extra game or two. Um, 
but but it's not changing anything. You you might go from being a historically bad the single worst defense uh, to being just a bad defense, but that's not enough that's going to change the trajectory of the season, and that sucks because I like these guys, and, and I've said it before. I like Bruce Weber, but it's become obvious that they need to move on. They need to do something different. Uh, otherwise, you risk... I mean, all-time fan low apathy. Do you make decisions specifically based on fan engagement? No, but you're coming off two of the worst seasons back to back. I, if I were in a position, I, I, it would be really tough for me to not make that decision. Uh, as much as you love these guys, and, and again, it's fun. I, I, I have more fun watching this team than I did last year. In Maybe I'm doing revisionist history because I like Nigel Pack so much. I like Davion Bradford so much. Maybe I am. Um, But you see the potential and you see the future in these guys. And you you just want them to get more pieces to fill it out. Because if you can keep this core together and if you can get a couple transfers, that changes everything. The issue is, and this is where I, I... I get frustrated because you look at the team you're playing, Oklahoma State, basically every team except for KU and K-State in this uh, conference has some real big-time transfer players. And Easy Agu, and he he's had a, he had a good game. He's just not very consistent. And if, if Easy Agu's probably your second-best transfer in the time uh, that Bruce Weber's been around, that sucks. You, you see how big of a role transfer players play for successful teams in college basketball these days uh i mean look at baylor i feel like they have like an entire team full of transfers and you can do that you can fix your roster you can bring guys in basketball it, it it's it's basically free agency at this point and bruce hasn't been able to bring in a absolute game changer again easy has been fine uh he had a good game he had eight points in just 11 minutes uh but i mean he he still hasn't learned how to set a screen, and that's anytime Easy Agu is is you know placing a screen. That's that's a roller coaster ride. Whoever he's screening needs to watch their neck because he's always moving. He always has a high elbow. But when he's your second best transfer uh, in the Bruce Weber era, and you look around the conference and you see these impact transfers, everyone else is brought in. That's frustrating. That's frustrating. And then if you're trying to hang your hat on, okay. Uh, maybe next year you can compete. It's dependent on finding another transfer. You need at least one more combo guard. You need at least one more wing. Uh, and e- even then, you know, they have to be pretty big-time players to convince yourself that next year is going to be any different. And that's scary because then you're looking down the barrel of three very big-time losing seasons. Um and then, and then at that point, are you just kicking the can down the road, not making the change? I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm not envious of Gene Taylor. Uh, and I'm not envious of Gene Taylor having to answer these questions in the media. And I love Gene Taylor. I'm probably one of Gene Taylor's biggest fans, but I don't think he's handling things correctly because I feel like every week there's a new interview that comes out with Gene Taylor and then it just causes uh, mass hysteria amongst the fans. I don't know... Uh, if him avoiding the conversations 
makes it better. I don't know if him having just a boiler point, uh, you know, answer makes it better, but that's not who he is. Gene Taylor is a guy who let our show, we, we, we hadn't even been around for 10 episodes. He let us in to his office and he, he hung out with us for multiple hours and has done a show and he's done an interview with us uh, in the summer three straight years, this amateur podcast. He's not going to be turning down interviews from radio stations and journalists. That's never been who he is. He's one of the most open and honest ADs in the world. But every time he has a sit down, every time he has an interview, it causes mass uproar with the fans. So I don't know what the solve is. I, there's just so much unrest amongst K-State fans and it sucks. It's not a fun time to be a K-State fan for basketball. And I, and I feel like it's even transferring over. I think I feel, feel like the unrest with K-State basketball is making everything else seem worse. And I, I don't think that's necessarily fair. I'll, I'll call stuff out when I see it. Um, basketball season's not going well. I think you probably need to have some sort of massive change uh, and that probably needs to be the head coach. But it's, it's getting pretty rough out in the hashtag streets when it comes to being a K-State fan online. Um, I do want to circle back because we've started touching on this the last few weeks. Um, and, and again, I don't think any decision has been made. People can argue whether or not a decision should have been made. People can argue or not that it should have already been executed at this point. But I don't think a decision has been made. I think... I, I think people who are thinking it's a foregone conclusion that Bruce is going to be gone, I think they're wrong. And I probably was in this camp just a couple weeks ago. But, you know, the more you talk to people who are in the atmosphere of the decision-making process and the atmosphere of the big-time donors, I don't think it is a foregone conclusion. A lot of things still can change over the next, uh, you know, handful of weeks. But I think anyone who is basically proclaiming without a doubt Bruce Weber won't be back next year is wrong. I also think anyone who's proclaiming it's a done deal Bruce Weber will be back also is wrong. Um, I think there are there's one or two people who are telling anyone who will listen, oh, he's going to be back no matter what. Um, and I think they're staking their own reputation to an interview. Um, that's fine. You, you do you. And I think there are some people in the fan world online who are saying, oh, it's a done deal. He's gone. I think they're just trying to project out what they hope because he's not gone. Um, things are far from over. Um, and, and I and again, I was someone who two weeks ago thought it was. So it's going it's going to be an interesting, you know, next month or two uh, following that. Um, regardless, I. <laughs> I'm hoping they can eke out some wins. I'm hoping that game versus Iowa State gets rescheduled. Uh, but it's it's rough, and it's it sucks. It's depressing, and I miss seeing us on bubble watch. I miss checking bracketology every Monday. And I just, I just hope whatever the decision is, I just hope that we get back to having a competitive uh, basketball team who, who's winning games soon. Uh, because, quite frankly, it's – it sucks. It sucks. It's not good for the podcast business. It's not good for uh, fans. It's not good for KSA Athletics. It's not good for anything. Uh, none of it's good. So you know, all you ha- all you can do is hope that something changes and changes soon. So uh, the next big piece of news that popped up 
in the K-State world was the schedule release. But before we do, again, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Bet Online. Guys, anyone who follows me on Twitter knows I'm crusading pretty hard to get gambling legalized in Kansas. But until they do, and even, and honestly, let's be 100% real, even if Kansas does, you're never going to get all the awesome props, live betting, and quick odds as you do over at Bet Online, guys. SCS football is going. In case, in case you didn't know, there's college football on ESPN Plus. So if you have an ESPN Plus package, download Bet Online, throw a couple dollars on North Dakota State to cover every week, and you're probably gonna make money. Uh, so football's not over for all you football junkies. College basketball's around, NBA's around, NHL's around. Spring training is gonna be here before you know, it, and you can even gamble on those along with all the award shows and reality television over at bet online if you use promo code armchair you're getting a 50 percent deposit bonus and you're always going to have fun over at bet online also they're the new sponsors we talked to you guys about them a little bit earlier ebay sneakers ebay.com slash sneakers guys i'm going to probably be spending probably an unhealthy amount of time on ebay.com slash sneakers trying to find my next pair of air force ones uh, I can't wait to get over there. And for those of you who are in the sneaker resale game or you're trying to flip sneakers or you got a nice pair that, you know what, you, you want to sell off to get a little extra bit of cash to, you know, add some more pairs to your collection, they're the best spot to sell your sneakers as well. Because if you're selling it for over $100, you're not paying any sort of fee on top of that. Other places you're selling sneakers, that's up to a 25% fee. So if you're a buyer or a seller, get over to ebay.com slash sneakers for the best sneaker buying experience in the world. Okay, so this came later than it usually does. I think, I think historically, actually, the schedule release comes out in December or maybe even before the season ends. But we got the brand new K-State football schedule, 12 games on it. I am pumped. I want, I want a normal football season. Um, but, of course, the, it happens almost every year. And, and, and hand up, it is weird that it happens. K-State is opening Big 12 play on the road. You're at Oklahoma State. And again, it's weird. It, it, it really is weird. I, I feel like it's happened 9 out of 10 times. I think someone said 10 out of 15 or something wild. And we K-State probably opens up on the road more than any other Big 12 team. I get it. Like I'm, I'm not saying it's not weird. But the uproar and the outrage and the anger from K-State fans when it happens is just beyond me. Like, here's the thing. You're going to be playing five Big 12 home games this year. And guess what? Next year, it's going to be four. Whether you open up on the road or at home, it doesn't change that. And I just think it is, I think it's just wild how often it happens. It, 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 yes, it does. But then the outrage, the outrage, you and you know it, and you know it. It's the same people every year. There's the same message board threads every year. And again, 
to to some of those people's credit, yeah. Now I I have this podcast and and I poke fun and I poke fun on Twitter and Kellis pokes fun and Derek Young posts pokes fun. A lot of people do poke fun at the fact, but come on, you guys see your reaction. I think it's time to look in the mirror and kind of realize how angry you're getting over something that doesn't matter. You're you were going to have to play Oklahoma State on the road, whether it happened in week one or week nine. It doesn't matter. You're going to have to do it now. I think that there is a realistic reason to be a little upset with the schedule makers. And it doesn't have anything to do with starting on the road. But you're starting with Oklahoma State, then Oklahoma at home, and then Iowa State at home. You have a bye week. Your bye week is week one, two, three, four. Your bye week is week six, and it's in between Oklahoma and Iowa State. So I get it. That sucks. I am mad about that. Like, I'm right there with you guys. I hate having those three games right there because all of a sudden, if you're not rolling early, I think right now, if if you put a gun to my... I think you're going to be the underdog in three straight weeks, and that would suck. To start off 0-3 in Big 12 play, um, that wouldn't be ideal. Now, you look down the stretch, again, you then have a easier run down the stretch uh but but starting off with those three three definitely three of the top four toughest of your nine big 12 games that's rough that is very rough so the full schedule is uh everyone knows that stanford in arlington on the fourth southern illinois on the 11th nevada which won't be a cakewalk they're a salty team out in the mountain west that is uh, November or September 18th. Then again at uh, Oklahoma State, September 25th. Then October rolls around. Uh, Oklahoma on the second. Your bye week. Then Iowa State at home on the 16th. Then you're at Tech on the 23rd. TCU on the 30th. At KU November 6th. West Virginia the 13th. Baylor at home for Senior Day on the 20th. And then the final game is at Texas. It's currently the Saturday game. November 27th, but they almost always play a game on Friday uh, after Thanksgiving. So that game might get moved to that Friday. None of the Big 12 games have been announced on a day other than Saturday. You always have a handful of Thursday and Friday games. Those usually get announced at a later date. So I'm guessing there's a good chance K-State is playing that Black Friday game at Texas down in Austin. So if anyone needs an excuse to dip out on their Thanksgiving, get together with their family, just say, sorry, I'm spending Thanksgiving in Austin and go to that game. So that's going to be fun. Um, Another thing that's always fun when it comes to the football schedule releases, okay, what games might you have to miss due to weddings or other things? Um, I I kid you guys not, I got to save the date and opened it, and then two minutes later saw the schedule and I might have to miss the K-State TCU game for a second straight year with a wedding. So um, that this would be the third straight year where there's a wedding on a college football Saturday that K-State's playing. I'm lucky. My brother got married and K-State ended up having a bye week. Um, but then the next year, my cousin got married, couldn't go down to Mississippi State for that uh, K-State Mississippi State thriller. But, I, but at least I got to watch. 
Uh, but then I didn't get to watch any of the K-State TCU game this past year because I went to a wedding. So I'm hoping that uh, the wedding is a, an evening wedding, and I'm hoping that K-State plays an 11 a.m. game, so maybe I could pull both off. Uh, stay tuned. So tweet tweet in. Uh, a, let, let, let me know, at Scott Wildcat, at Bosco's Boys, let me know, are you pissed off about opening up on the road, or do you just think it's a weird coincidence? Um, you can tell me I'm wrong for making fun of people for being mad. I can handle it. I've had my two cents, so if you guys want to tee off on me, that's fine. Also, let me know. Are you going to possibly miss a game due to a wedding this year? Let me know. We can commiserate together um, and we can talk about that. Also, what is your one can't miss home game of the year? So if, if I'm doing can't miss home game, I'm saying it has to be that Iowa State game. You get them at home. Uh, they, you know, I think they're going to come into uh, Big 12 play being the you know number two team behind Oklahoma. So. You, you have that game. You have that history. You have to try to bounce back from that embarrassment in Ames last year. So I think that Iowa State is my can't-miss home game. And then give me your road game that you have to go to. If you're only giving me one, it's it's Arlington. Granted, it's going to be treated like a home game. But I, I have to be at that K-State-Sanford game. But also, the KU-K-State game in Lawrence is always a ton of fun. I have a lot of friends who go, my brother... As most of you know, he has KU football season tickets, and him and his friends have a real fun tailgate, and I always have a blast hanging out with them before the game. And then my brother leaves the game early, and he doesn't talk to me after the game, and he won't even tell me what section his seats are in because he doesn't even want to see me uh, You know, once you're within an hour of the game, and then I don't talk to him for a couple days because he's going to get all bent out of shape. So that's how the KUK State game usually goes for me. I'm looking forward to all those. I would love to make that, you know, Texas game. Um, I I had a lot of fun in Lubbock. I think Lubbock gets a bad rap. I had a lot of fun going to that Lubbock game. Um, And, yeah, in Oklahoma State, I always talk myself into going to Stillwater. I think Stillwater is trash. I think it is the most overrated Big 12 city but we had a lot of fun the last time. We had a nice little bonehead get-together down there in uh, Stillwater. So uh, first, tweet me. Tee off on me if you think that I'm wrong and the schedule is something to be mad about opening up on the road every year in Big 12 play. Then give me any weddings, any issues you have with the schedule in your personal life, and then give me your can't-miss home game, your can't-miss road game. Let's get a little fun social interaction going on Twitter because... Uh, well, because there's nothing else fun to talk about with Case Hate Sports. Um, we love you guys. That's all I have today. It's a short episode. Um, I'd imagine there's going to be some stuff to talk about one way or another with Case Hate Basketball in the coming weeks. Is Bruce going to be retained? Is he going to be uh, going off? Um, a lot of stuff to talk about. Spring football is starting up in March. Hopefully we start getting some recruits to pull the trigger because things are getting very competitive. But next week is an Ask Bosco mailbag episode, and I promise Grant is going to be back. So tweet us in all your questions, hashtag Ask Bosco. If you're still listening at that this point, you know thanks. I know it's a rough show, um, but we love you guys. Tweet us your questions. Um, let's get some interaction talking about the football season and uh, you know let's let's just have a good week let's let's bounce back and who knows crazier things have happened maybe you're gonna hear from me midweek with a quick take hot take uh, talking about K-State upsetting KU 
in Bramlage. But I'm not going to hold my breath. So, again, thank you to our great sponsors. Bet online. Use promo code armchair for your welcome bonus and eBay sneakers. Go get yourself a pair of purple Air Force Ones if you can find them. We love you guys. We had a lot of – I had a lot of fun chatting with you. Uh, tweet tweet at me. You know, give me a distraction. Make me unproductive at work this week. Let, let, let's chat on Twitter. Let's, let's, have a, let's have a week. Let's have a week. Let's get this bread.
Social Podcast Network.